You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 160, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you stand out, be heard, become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And yes, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says, just bring your two fish and five loaves and let him do the rest. Joining me on today's show is Rachel Swanson. Rachel is a best-selling author. She's a speaker and an accredited Christian life coach. And she specifically coaches women in two categories, those seeking to understand their unique purpose and aspiring authors. Now, Rachel is passionate about faith, purposeful work and pursuing what really matters. Now, on today's show, Rachel's going to share believing in our unique purpose means learning about the person God has created you to be, which in turn means understanding God's identity. She's going to talk about how God has given each of us a message to share through our unique gifts and our talents, as well as you will never know everything, but you know enough to start right where you are. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. So nice to be here. Oh, it's great for you to come on the show and talk about uh, the topics that I've just shared that you want to dive into, because I think so many uh, women struggle with identifying what's my message, what's my purpose, who am I, and uh, it's going to be a a valuable, invaluable uh, show for sure. Before we dive in, Rachel, I'd love for you to share with everyone, how did you get into becoming a Christian life coach? Was it something that you'd thought about, heard about? How did that pan out for you? You know, um, it wasn't actually something I've always thought about. It is definitely something I think God kind of brought me into unexpectedly, but it's become such a passion and such a, um, I'm starting to see how much it fits me and my character and my, um, just the things that God's kind of gifted me with. And so I think it actually hones in even more closely to the person that God's created me to be. So, um, really it was through, uh, originally, I was looking into um, creating a book on stress and just the effects of stress and anxiety. And um, I wanted to make sure I really understood what I was talking about when it related to stress. And so Mm -hmm. there was a program for life coaching that was on stress management. And so I thought, you know, if I want to be able to move forward in this, I also wanted to know for my own health as well as to, to present it to the health of others. So I thought, you know, what better way to make sure that um, I really understand it and understand what I'm talking about. So I did it for that reason first. And then it's just kind of burst into so many other aspects of kind of like spiritual coaching mm-hmm. um, to coaching aspiring authors, but also tying in life um, practical practicals, like practical things for life to help you make, make sure you thrive and mm-hmm. not feel overwhelmed um, in the pursuits that you're, you're kind of, you know, 
that God kind of puts you on. Yeah, so yeah, that. that's how I got love started that. with it. And uh, I think sometimes, you know, that question, what what do I want to be when I grow up? That's often what we're mm. asked as children. Uh, and then kind of in adulthood, I love the way that you've just shared in your journey that it is through a process. And quite often we want the answer, but it, the answer uh, is revealed to us as we're continuing to take that step to trust and have faith that what God is um, sharing with us, presenting right here and now in our lives, is creating uh, or shaping, I should say, uh, who he Absolutely. wants us to become. Absolutely. You know, and I just have to say how, how funny is it that you say that because I'm even just in the practicals right now of my life, I have been stepping out and taking that step that feels right and yet I still can't see the destination yes. or I can't see the next steps and it feels a little scary and it feels a little unnerving you know but then once I take that step it's like then God reveals a little bit more and a mm -hmm. little bit more and I'm starting to see all how kind of this puzzle piece is starting to be put together and how God is really ultimately leading me to um, some sort of destination that he obviously has planned with this yeah. and it's been a really cool process of, of also just learning how to trust in him yes. and see that he really does have a path and plan in our journey. He yeah, really does. I love that. And, you know, so often um, in, in life and in business particularly, we want to have the entire map laid out. What's the destination? Where am I going? All that kind of thing. Uh, but that kind of takes the trust off us or the, the mm -hmm. of him, I should say, and um, more the trust on us. And then on the other side of uh, the coin, if God did reveal everything that he has in store for us, we'd probably go, I don't think so. There's no way I can do that because <laughs> we're not yet at the the place that we can uh, step into that season, if you will. Let's talk about believing in our unique purpose. And it means, I love the way you said, means learning about God uh, or the person God has created us to be and in turn uh, understanding God's identity. Share more about this. Well, how I, yeah, exactly. It's um, when you start to understand kind of the way that God's wired you. I believe, you know, we've all been wired differently or in a way um, that kind of comes together to uh, facilitate some of the things that God has for us to pursue with him. And it kind of goes back to even, you know, you're a head or you're an arm and you're a leg and you're all these different body parts and all the body parts when they come together. Mm. I mean, I know they're talking specifically about the church, but really we are the church, the people of Jesus are the church. Um, mm -hmm. I don't believe it's just a building. I believe it's a, a embodiment of just the people group of, of really all of us um, as Christians. And so some of us, maybe we have a role as an eye and we see things differently or we see ahead, we see the vision um, that God wants us to design. Whereas some of us, others of us are maybe a hand and they need to be working with their hands to create the stream or build the process. And so uh, as you start to understand yourself more, um, and it kind of goes vice versa, you start under understanding God more, as well as when you understand God more, you understand yourself more. And I believe that that's because we are created in God's image. Mm. And if we're created in God's image, then, you know, we must have certain elements about God, you know, that are similar. And so um, if he is a creative being, which God is, then we have creativities in us as well. And maybe they look a little different than say you and I, um, but maybe the person even down the street, you know, who, um, you know, delivers babies for a living. I don't know <laughs> to where this other person who is um, on a farm and takes care of animals or whatnot to somebody else who's a teacher, but yet we all have these creative gifts 
to use for God's glory. And mm. so um, the unique part is, you know, yes, we all have a purpose in Christ, but the unique part is this unique purpose, these unique gifts that God's given us for us to explore. And I really think that sometimes it has to be with a little bit of a trial and error. Mm. Um, I think God helps you to understand yourself even better through trial and error. And ultimately, it helps you understand him more because, um, again, his identity and our identity is wrapped together. Mm. We're, we're, we're really connected. Yes. And I think so much of the time we think we're separate or, you know, we're doing kind of our own thing over here and God's over here. God's way up there. He doesn't really, you know, interact with us. And no, it's, it's all kind of comes together. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more that we start to see God as, as he is interactive in our life and that he's given us these beautiful gifts for us to serve him and serve others um that's when you start to come alive mm. that's when you start to understand more and more kind of the person that god's created you to be yes. and it's taken it's a journey and i don't think we ever all ever figure it out i think that's the beauty and the fun of it is that it is a journey and it's a continual learning process just like you would if you're you're married to somebody or you have a best friend for a long time mm-hmm. and you're continuing to learn new things about them every day. And so that's kind of the thing, the, the beauty of, of, I think, life and our journey to understand our unique purpose. Yeah, love that. One of the things that I'm recognizing more and more is that many of the passages in the Bible, which we're so familiar with, can really be... Uh, mapped across, if you will, and so relevant to how we run our business and, and key principles. And I think, you know, what you've just shared there about some of us are the arms, some of the eyes and so forth is such a great reminder because how often do we look at what other people are doing in their business, what they are achieving or the level of success and significance, however we may define that. I think we recognize if we look at the skills and gifts that God has given us, they are uh, perfect in every way, if, if you will, not saying that we are perfect, but for us, because he has knitted us together. And so often when we look at what other people are doing, what they're achieving, we we negate what we've been blessed with. And I think the journey to developing and nurturing and really fully recognizing and, and becoming who God want, wants us to be and in the purpose, if you will, of what we're doing in our lives, we never quite reach that because we're too busy being distracted and discouraged because of all yeah. of those things. What would you say to someone then? Were, were there some Bible verses that you recalled often to really remind you that where you were at and who you were was just where God wanted you to be? What were some Bible verses that inspired you and what did you do? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, there are just so many. Um, you know, sometimes I do better... And maybe I had written down different ones, but sometimes I do better with stories of the actual mm. real people in the Bible than yeah. than even um, just a Bible verse. Sure. And so, you know, I think of so many people in the Bible, like think of, you know, even Moses, you know, Moses did not feel equipped to do his role. He mm. constantly was doubting God and doubting what he was called to do. And even at times, you know, he asked God, like, give me someone else and God sent him Aaron. And, you know, there was just different things that um, Moses did. And and, and countless other people in the Bible that were, you know, maybe afraid of um, maybe what God's called them to or unsure or, or looking around them and saying, no, there's so many better qualified people that could do this. Mm-hmm. And are you sure, God? And and yet that's why I think it really can uh, has to go back to being still with God so you mm-hmm. can know what it is he has for you. And we got to shut down that noise. And right now, I believe it's really difficult for us to understand this because we live 
in a very distracted culture. Mm. We have so many distractions. It really um, is easy then for us to not really listen or hear um, or, or be patient enough for God to respond to us, especially with our questions. And so I think we just were, you know, we're kind of like this fast food culture. We want things right away. And, and so much of the time you hear, you know, read verses of the Bible that are constantly like, you know, be still and know that I'm God and, and, you know, um, go beside quiet waters and that will restore your soul. And, and just, um, even Jesus, you know, he went away from the crowds mm-hmm. to go up to the mountains to be still so that he could even know, even though he is God, you know, he could even know what, um, what else God had for him or really just to become restored with the strength that God had for him for that next step. And so, uh, I think that, that really, yeah, you nailed it with just, um, you know, you can look around yourself and, and try comparing yourself to all these different people. And you think that you're, you're supposed to make yourself look a certain way. And, you know, the way that I've really been able to become successful, I think in a very short amount of time is because I push aside all those distractions yes. and I really just focus on ultimately what I believe God wants me to do. Yeah. And so sometimes that's not going to be what the gurus or the people even tell you that you should do. And yet God's mm-hmm. like, I just want you to do it this way. And for you to trust in me yeah. and countless times, I swear it's so funny, but it's countless times, you know, I'll do that. I'll, I'll follow. Um, when I do it the way I'm like, okay, I really believe God wants me to move in this direction. Mm-hmm. And yet I know it doesn't make sense, but I'm going to do it anyways. And God always does something that just blows my mind. I'm yeah. like, okay, that was only God. Only God could have done that or only God could have used me in that way. And that's what becomes really exciting. I think mm-hmm. when you're um, following and doing some of the things that God is inviting you into to do with him. And that's what um, I think brings our souls alive. And I think yeah. that's important because we need to remember that um, we are on this journey with God. Mm. It is not about us. It is about him and what he wants to do in and through us. And so much of the time, I think we can focus so much on ourselves or on what our agenda is that we realize and we, or we forget the focus is mm. on what he wants. And so, and again, so many people, and I'm just going to say this because I'm sure they're going to have a question, but so many people are like, well, how do you understand what God's saying? Or how do you understand where God's leading? And I just want to keep it really simple. And I know it's going to take some time to think through this, but um, keep it really simple is, you know, read your Bible, pray, and meditate on the words that he has for you. And I guarantee you that the more that you do those things, the more you're going to start to understand God's, you know, voice or that mm. spirit inside you that leads you to that peace um, for that next step or um, whatever it is, he might pull out a verse and just um, help direct you in that way or bring people into your life. But the more that you spend time with God in that way, the more that you're going to start to know and trust Mm. that that is God leading and that is him responding and that is him. And it's not just a coincidence that just happened in your life. Yeah. So, so many golden nuggets in what you've just said. You know, and it's interesting because sometimes we do ask, um, you know, God, direct me, show me, and yet he does. And because it doesn't align with our perception of all the answer that we're wanting, it's kind of like, <laughs> well, that can't be, God, please show me. I think, I think many times when we actually meet face to face, he's probably saying, look, there were so many, you know, signs and things. You just either choose, well, we, sometimes we choose to ignore them or we're not, you know, quite uh, ready. So, what's that saying you know be careful what we pray for because often you know the answer will be in there share a little bit Mm -hmm. about 
I, I guess when, when we're thinking uh, about being very unique and our message, one of the things I think that you said, and I think, want to pick up on this, is that sometimes it's not evident and, and clear, totally clear, we just need to trust. I think mm -hmm. that trust, if we take that step, and you said yourself that there were times when you felt that this was the way that you needed to do that and you felt guided by him, you took that step and then he met you in many other ways than you would have ever thought was possible. It really is that trust and that faith, isn't it, that um, it, it's in, in the right, that you are heading in the right direction. What would you say to someone that is being distracted by things that people say and do and what's going online that you switched off? How do you do that in such a noisy, cluttered world? Mm, yeah, you know, it, it really does take an intentional um, motivation. It, it takes mm. discipline. Um, I know nobody likes that word discipline typically, but you know, just like if you're going to um, get healthy, you mm -hmm. know, you got to be intentional and, and, and discipline yourself to, uh, I mean, you probably know the steps, you know, you, you probably know what things like you need to add more fruits and vegetables. You probably need to exercise a little more, add some more things. And, and, but it's, it's about um, thinking through, is this really the priority and important thing that I really want for my life? Mm -hmm. And so when you start to come to a place where you're like, you realize that by not doing it, it's going to either harm you or it's going to um, not be very fulfilling. And obviously in this way, it's, it would be um, just that you almost, you know, I mean, I hate to say that, you know, you go on the wrong path. I mean, I definitely think there are uh, certain ways you can go on the wrong path. But I, I, I honestly believe God can always redeem anything, no matter mm. what, even if you go the wrong way. I don't think that God's like, well, sorry, you're too screwed up. You can't, you know, be redeemed and I can't use your story. And I mean, in fact, if you look again through the Bible, like almost every single person in the Bible has something mm -hmm. that, um, you know, was probably not ideal and, uh, or not a really good, um, past or or good thing that they did and yet god redeemed them god mm. countlessly redeems them and redeems people from that so um but it, again it just has to call, call to action this intentionality and i think you have to just um sit down and, and really start to look at maybe like a priority list in your life and realize that if you want things to change in your life you just got to do it like mm -hmm. you just have to make the time you just have to cut out distractions and so sometimes it's going to be if you start to realize like maybe I'm putting social media as an idol in my life or maybe it's unhealthy in my life you know cut that out for a week for a month let's see what that does to you I've yes. done that many times in my life and where I've known that you know what um, is I'm not in a healthy place with this right now mm. um, not that social media is a sin but it can be used in the wrong way too you know I really think it could be used for God's glory gosh we wouldn't be connected and talking right now if it wasn't for exactly. social media honestly <laughs> it could be used for so many good things but um, you need to know in your own heart what is preventing you from uh, ultimately kind of you know turning off that noise so um, or, or ultimately distracting you so much that you can't spend time with God, or you can't um, almost, you know, hear him very well in your life. And so it's, it's going to have to take some discipline. It's going to have to take um, cutting out maybe some of the things that um, maybe you're just too busy and you need to cut back on certain areas of your life in order to do this kind of stuff. So yeah. um, 
it's so hard to discern because I think we're all so different. Like I said, we're all unique mm-hmm. and we all have different perspectives or different um, situations in our life. But I guarantee there's always certain things that like even little steps that you can do right now that you can start changing mm-hmm. um, and, and making those steps and efforts to be able to cut out that noise and cut out the distraction. I mean, just one of them, like I said, is, is honestly social media. Sometimes that can be, mm-hmm. I think, one of the biggest distractions I hear so many people is saying, you know, they say that they you know, are, are very distracted by their phones. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, put your phone down for the yeah. next 24 hours and see what it does for you. And I think, um, and go read your Bible yeah. <laughs> or go read a good book or just go take a run, do mm-hmm. something. Get out into the yourself. bush or go to the ocean. It's so true. Yeah. And I think it's, it's really setting that intention is so key. And quite often, you know, you hear of the FOMO, fear of missing out. And mm. what I tend to do is is really look out, well, what's going on here? Something doesn't, is not at ease. There's a feeling inside my tummy or just intuition, whatever you want to call it, that's not sitting right. And what I tend to do, and actually it happened yesterday, um, mm. I'll, I'll sit back before I make a, a comment or say something because I want to check in. Is this something that I need to deal with and bring to prayer? Or is this the Holy Spirit that is saying, you know, something, let's let's talk about it. And I think when we have those moments of stillness, we can then allow that discernment, allow, you know, through Bible reading, through prayer, to get that figured out, if you will, and, and to, to have him reveal the answer, so to speak. Or it does show that there's something that needs to be, um, you know, looked after in prayer, in prayer um, through our own life. And if there's so much noise and clutter and confusion going in, the, you know, on in your life, it can be really difficult to discern, is this me or can I pray for someone else? Is this a conversation mm-hmm. that we need to have? Let's talk mm-hmm. about your message because that can often be really difficult for someone to say, what is my message? And something you said earlier, which I want to bring up, that sometimes it is in the situations, the challenges that we've gone through, that we've come out the other end through faith, through prayer, um, through people supporting us, that we can now live and be the difference in someone else's life through sharing that message. Why I ask that is, number one, sometimes we're ashamed of our message and we think, you know, how on earth can my message, my story, my journey help someone else? And secondly, Again, comparing um, what my story is not as grand as someone else's story. Share a little bit more about this because once we understand that, a conversation that we have, praying for someone else, can make an incredible impact in someone's life. Yes? Right. Yes. No, I totally agree with that. And I mean, that's one thing um, I know I share often about is that I've had bouts of depression mm-hmm. um, in my life, even as a Christian. And for some people that, um, you know, depending on which circle you run in, uh, you can either get a lot of guilt and shame from that. Mm-hmm. You can, um, uh, or, you know, some people will celebrate that in the sense that, wow, you've struggled with that. Like, wow, I'm not the only one. And so, um, I, I truly believe, I mean, my depression, I mean, it's, it's too long to go into right now, but, mm-hmm. uh, the different types of depression, I feel like I've had different types of depression in my life. And, um, and you know what, though, each one has helped me to now, number one, understand this issue better. Um, number two, knowing how to then respond better to others mm-hmm. and really, you know, um, be able to glorify God through this process. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's something that's not fun, not, not fun to talk about, not fun to go through at all. I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. Mm-hmm. And yet I have seen how God's taken that pain or taken that difficult situation and turned it for his glory. And so 
um, you know, while I don't think he wishes that upon people, um, you know, there is sin in this world and there is just, um, or just in general, there's pain and hardships and things like that that we go through. But I truly believe that uh, if it wasn't for some of these hardships and some of the painful situations mm. I've had in my life and still knowing that God is walking me through this step by step and he has never left me, that has, is what's really helped me to become stronger, I think, and then become, like you said, be able to help others through these situations. And so, um, or, you know, from my writing and speaking and, uh, you know, with my writing journey, it's also been quite the journey. And I honestly have to attest it all to God because, um, I mean, obviously, obviously every God's involved in all this kind of stuff, but really uh people ask like well what's the secret of your success and i just tell people you know what i just honestly focus on god and mm. i do what he asked me to do and and that's it and so but then it's hard for me to say that because there have been moments in my life and i want to share this because i don't want you to think just because god tells you to do something especially say in your business mm. that you're going to be successful um there are times in my life he's I've known that God told me to move in a certain direction, take this next step, and things fell apart. Like mm -hmm. things broke apart. Um, it was not not fun. Not it was very messy. It was very um, heart wrenching and heart shattering. And yet, and and I still was. And I, in the moment, I was like, "What are you doing, God? Like, why did you have me go this way? Are you trying to hurt me? You know, mm -hmm. you, you know that God is good. And so, why is it so you know hurtful right now in this situation? And so. Um, so then it's usually when you look back and I think of this also like Moses in, in the mountain when he's like, God, I want to see your face. And he's like, no, God, I'm, I'm too powerful. You cannot see my face. And he's like, here, go in this little crevice. And then I'll let you know when you can basically look. And he, he saw, he saw the back of him and he was blown away. I mean, it was, it was almost too much just to see the back of God once he passed and say, you can't see my face, but you can see the back of me. And I think of that when it comes to when you're in the situation and in this dark spot. And you don't see God typically until you're looking back mm -hmm. and you look back and then you realize, oh, I see where he was involved in this. Oh, I see why he did this. Oh, I see it was because he wanted to strip away my pride. Mm -hmm. I think he wanted to strip away, um, you know, some of the, the sins that I have involved in my life that I didn't realize I had if it wasn't for this, um, some of these things happening that weren't comfortable, they weren't fun. They were actually somewhat you know, hurtful, harmful, mm -hmm. miserable, but it was for my good mm -hmm. because it helped refine me in the areas that I needed refining. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's just... Um, so, so true. You know, it's, a, <laughs> it's a reminder for all us as Christians that there are hardships even for people, his, his children. And yeah. I think we have to be so careful not to judge or through our actions or inactions through our conversation what's going on in other people's lives because mm -hmm. there's so much more, you know, at play. And I know a number of people who are really committed Christians who have depression. And there's a lot of, you know, things that we don't, it can be physical, mental, all of those different things. And I think what we need to do, and we've got a beautiful role model, Jesus, who always, mm -hmm. um, you know, addressed any situation with compassion. And in fact, even the, the times when he met the woman at the well and then, you know, when the Pharisees brought the woman who was caught out in adultery, he did not say mm -hmm. anything negative against any of those women. He actually exactly. had such an empowering quote or a sentence that had you kind of go, wow. 
And so who are we to even dare to, to lay a judgment claim or something on someone else, but rather with compassion, say, can we pray for you? Can we support you? Um, you know, and so it's such a great reminder for all, all, all of us how we respond exactly. and react. So, so important, especially with non-Christians. I mean, we are ambassadors of Jesus. So mm -hmm. please share with us, Rachel. We've spoken about so much today and only just scratched the surface, I know. <laughs> how can people find out more about the work that you do, how you can support them and how to connect with you? Yeah, great. Well, you know, I, I do have a free download in, in re relation to that um, unique purpose. And I have, it's called a purpose manifesto. You can go to it at rachelpswanson.com slash purpose manifesto. And you can get your free, um, it's an 18 page ebook that I honestly just put my heart into of helping people really understand how to really truly understand their unique purpose in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so um, just a free gift for people there, or, you know, just go to my website at rachelpswanson.com. I also love Instagram. So you can also find me there at rachelpswanson. And um, that is my jam. <laughs> yeah. You know, something that you were saying earlier, and I, I just want to add to that about social media. I think sometimes when we, well, not sometimes, when we really know who we are and our identity is in Christ, and he's able to work through us, a level of confidence that can only come through and because of him, not, not from a prideful, arrogant way, then we can embrace and celebrate what other people are doing because we know that they're, they're in their unique lane um, mm -hmm. and that we are, are in ours and together, united, collaboratively, you know, we can make a, a much, much bigger impact in the world. And, uh, you know, it, in that sense, then absolutely we can embrace and really leverage uh, technology. So we'll put all of the contact details for you, Rachel, on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE160. One of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests that I'd love to do this for you too, Rachel, is just finish the show with a word of prayer. Can I do that for you today? Great. Yes, of course. Fantastic. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Rachel today and to really be able to see that we each have a unique message. We each have unique gifts and strengths which you have blessed us with. And it's so important to um, to really switch off the noise and, and the what the world says that we should be doing or who we should be, but rather turn to you and ask you, Lord, who have you created me to be? What message do you want me to share? What's my purpose? Because that is in you. Father, we just want to uphold the ministry and the business and the work that Rachel is doing with her clients. Will you continue to, to strengthen her and bless the work that she's doing as people are really um, seeking out uh, meaning of what you want them to be in their life and, of course, in their business, Father. We just want to um, just thank you for the time that we've spent together and ask this all in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for uh, sharing your wisdom and insights on a topic that I know many, many people continue to struggle with. So I know today's thank insights has certainly yeah. uh, shed some more light, at least given them some more things to, to consider and certainly reach out uh, to get your support and that incredible resource that you've created too. So appreciate that. Thank you so much. I'm appreciative of you just having me on your show. Thanks. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklists 
To get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.